Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. As everyone uh, probably is aware, there's very big news today. And uh, I guess we're going to talk about that big news uh, right now. A big giant article came out today in the debrief. And uh, we're going to get into that at this point right now. Uh, give me a second here. I'm having a little bit technical difficulties. Yeah, actually, earlier today, I was having some technical difficulties with my computer, unfortunately, and uh, it wasn't, uh, I it actually crashed. It, it totally crashed. I mean, who, who knows? Maybe it's because of the big news that's going on. Uh, I guess we'll find out. And uh, hold on a second. Okay. Okay. Okay, let's get started. I guess uh, it's, it's, it's pretty big news. It's probably the big, it has to be the biggest news today since... 2017 when the new york times broke that uh, gigantic article uh, about the leaked pentagon uh, ufos and now today of course as we all know the the brief released a well we're gonna pull it up here on the screen here uh the debrief had an article written by leslie king uh, leslie keen and ralph blumenthal and uh this is as big as it comes when you really think about it um, because this is the beginning. Uh, this is the beginning of uh, disclosure, it looks like. This could be the... the I mean, we did have stuff that happened in 2017, but uh, this is different. This feels different. I mean, you actually have people coming forward and, uh, you know, make, making a statement. People that have intel, actual people that were within the government. Somebody is coming from within the government making a statement. And this was the headline in the debrief. It says, uh, intelligence officials say United States has retrieved craft of a non-human origin. Now, uh, I'm, I'm going to go to a different, uh, because I, I, for fear that this article might crash, I actually copied it and put it into a different file because it has crashed a couple of times today, the, 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 the debrief article, because there's so many people uh, looking at it. Uh, so I'm going to check this. I'm going to put this other screen on where we can go through some of that article and talk about it. Uh, and anyway, uh, it says here, uh, the article begins again by uh, Leslie Keene and Ralph Blumenthal. It says here, a former intelligence official turned whistleblower has given Congress and the intelligence community, Inspector General, extensive classified information about deeply covert programs that he says possess retrieved intact and partially intact craft of non-human origin. Uh, he says this information has been illegally withheld from the Congress, and he filed a complaint alleging that he suffered retaliation, which is illegal uh, for his confidential disclosures. And that's being reported here for the first time. It says here, other intelligence officials, both active and retired with knowledge of these programs through their work in various agencies have independently provided similar corroborating information, both on and off the record. And this whistleblower's name is David Charles Grush. He's, a 30, he's 36 years old, a decorated former combat officer who served in Afghanistan and a veteran of the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, or NGA, and the National Reconnaissance Office, or NRO. He served as the Reconnaissance Office's representative to the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force from 2019 to 2021. And from late 2021 to July 2022, he was the NGA's co-lead for UAP analysis and its representative to the task force. Um, I'm going to skip forward here a little bit. 
and just talk about what he says here. He says, Grush said the recoveries of partial fragments through and up to intact vehicles have been made for decades through the present day by the government, its allies, and defense contractors. Analysis has determined that the objects retrieved are of exotic origin, non-human intelligence, whether extraterrestrial or unknown origin, based on the vehicle morphologies and material science testing and the possession of unique atomic arrangements and radiological signatures. So I'm just going to stop there. So I guess basically what's been going on here, uh, what we've been hearing like through the grapevine from people like uh, Ross Coltart and uh, Lou Elizondo and uh, people who know Christopher Mellon, for instance, had a, there was a big article just the other day in Politico uh, that he, where he's talking about that he, uh, four different whistleblowers. And here he, this, this article focuses mainly on Grush. Uh, so this is what we've been, this is the buildup was to this. The buildup was to this. There are people out there who knew this was coming. And uh, and here we we, are, we have finally arrived. So I want to get more into this article here. Uh, it says, in his filing, Grush is represented by a lawyer who served as the original intelligence community inspector general. We are not talking about prosaic or origins or identities, Grush said. Uh, and he's talking about the information that he provided to Congress and the current ICIG. He says the material includes intact and partially intact vehicles. So they actually have full flying saucers on hand. And of course, as we all know, a lot of us have known for a long time is that they've been covering this up and keeping it secret. And now we're actually hearing it right from the horse's mouth. And before we go on with this, I want to I want to uh, talk about something else that I just read on Twitter and we're going to go right to it right here, right now. Uh, I think that this is something that needs to be talked about up front right now. And uh, and here, hold on. Give me a second here till I pull it up uh, so you can see it with your own eyes. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. Look at this. Look, look, look at what was said on Twitter today. And this is by Darren King. Now, Darren King, uh, before we get into his comment here, uh, he's a communications director for the John Mack Institute and a podcaster. He's somebody who's who's been who's interested in this subject and knows a lot about it and has insider information apparently because he knew this story was coming and what does he say he says there is a deeper truth behind leslie and ralph's groundbreaking article these revelations were set to be exposed first in the new york times and then later the washington post in the end pressure brought to bear by outside forces pushed this to a third outlet the debrief so uh i thought that was important to point out because uh, what does that mean? It means that even though this article was finally released and it was released in the debrief, the New York the New York Times had considered it, as well as uh, uh, the Washington Post. And guess what? So the, the forces behind the scenes pushed it into the debrief because I guess they didn't want to uh, uh, rock the boat those those publications because again the establishment doesn't want to rock the boat. They want they, they take their orders sometimes from uh, people in the Pentagon. That's what's going on here. So, uh, yeah, just keep that in mind that this article could have been in something like the New York Times. The New York Times six years ago, of course, they published that article from Leslie Keene and uh, they had no problem that time. But this time the pressure got to them. Somebody from the inside, from inside the Pentagon doesn't want this information getting out to the public. But it's too late now because it is out to the public. And this story is going to this is this is going to grow legs. It's going to get bigger as time goes on. Now, people are going to start hearing about this. In fact, I mean, the fact that the Internet is shutting down for the debrief uh, tells you all you need to know. Uh, and anyway, let's go through some more of this article. It says, in, accord in accordance with protocol, protocols, Grush provided the Defense Office of Pre-Publication and Security Review at the Department of Defense with the information he intended to disclose to us. 
His on-the-record statements were all cleared for open publication on April 4th and 6th, 2023, in documents he provided to us. So somebody on the inside said, well, well, not con connected with the control group, but he was given permission, basically, to go forward with what he was about to say. Now, apparently, he's not telling us everything, but he's telling us enough. He's telling us enough. I mean, this is the end. Okay, let's let's talk about this before we continue with this. I just want to point out, it's over. The, the the curtain is dropping for the debunkers. It's all it's a done deal, right? It's time to find a new job. Maybe start uh, talking about Bigfoot or something like or Net Locky, uh, the Loch Ness monster, or, or Chupacabra. Maybe start uh, trying to debunk those kind of stuff, that kind of stuff. Because guess what? It's all over. It's all coming to an end. The curtain's dropping. It's all over. It's done. It's time to find a new occupation. Anyway, let's uh, go on with this. Uh, article here. It says, Grush's disclosures and those of non-public witnesses under new protective provisions of the latest defense appropriations bill signal a growing determination by some in the government to unravel a colossal enigma with national security implications that has bedeviled the military and tantalized the public going back to World War II and beyond. For many decades, the Air Force carried out a disinformation campaign to discredit reported sightings of unexplained objects. Now, with two public hearings, and many classified briefings under its belt, Congress is pressing for answers. Now, see, that's that this is these are probably reasons part of the part of the reasons why places like the New York Times or the Washington Post didn't want to <laughs> we're not gonna state that in our article. Oh my god, they're because it's getting stated as fact. Because guess what? It is fact, it is a fact that the uh that there has been a disinformation campaign going on for decades. That is a fact. <clears throat> anyway, here it says here. Carl E. Nell, a recently retired Army colonel and current aerospace executive who was the Army's liaison for the UAP, T, UAP task force from 2021 to 2022 and worked with Grush there, characterizes Grush as beyond reproach. Uh, so isn't that interesting? So you're having people step forward uh, that are uh, testifying to his character. So this guy is not some, you know, crackpot like maybe somebody might want to try to say in the debunker world right so this guy is somebody who knows what he's talking about is not going to put something out there that's phony uh and here it says also continues it says a number of well-placed current and former officials have shared detailed information with me regarding this alleged program including in and this is uh <clears throat> this is christopher mellon talking of course christopher mellon has been talking about this and he had he just there was a big article just a few days ago in the uh, in Politico about uh, his knowledge that there are, uh, he was actually approached by four different whistleblowers. And so he knew this was, was all coming too. So what he says here, he says, a number of well-placed current and former officials have shared detailed information with me regarding this alleged program, including insights into the history, governing documents, and the location where a craft was allegedly abandoned and recovered. However, it is a delicate matter getting this potentially explosive information into the right hands for validation. This is made harder by the fact that, rightly or wrongly, a number of potential sources do not trust the leadership of the all-domain anomaly resolution office established by Congress. Well, of course, after uh, Kirkpatrick came up there and the way he's been talking during that Senate hearing and then again uh, last week during that NASA hearing, well... Uh, he sounds like they're, they're not anywhere close. I mean, in fact, in fact think about think about the juxtapositioning here of the uh, of what you see, what you're reading here and how NASA was talking last week. I mean, I mean, that's like night and day. Uh, put, put them side by side. Put this article side by side with what you saw at NASA last week and, and, and those panel members talking. And I mean, they're, they're completely ignorant to this or either that or they're lying one or the other. And then of course you have Kirkpatrick. I mean, 
you know, what, what else needs to be said? It says here, but some insiders are now willing to take the risk of coming forward for the first time with knowledge of these recovery programs. Uh, here's another one. Jonathan Gray, he's a generational officer of the U.S. intelligence community with top secret clearance who works for the National Air and Space Intelligence, Set, uh, intelligence Center, where the analysis of UAP has been in focus. Previously, he had, he had experience service, uh, serving private aerospace and Department of Defense Special Directive Task Forces. And he says, the non-human intelligence phenomenon is real. We are not alone. Retrievals of this kind are not limited to the United States. This is a global phenomenon, and yet a global solution continues to elude us. So there you go. Another direct comment from somebody who has inside knowledge on this, making it clear that this stuff is from someplace else and it's not human made. Uh, so I guess, again, this is the beginning this is the beginning of the end, the very beginning of the end. It's the, the, the dominoes are about are, are starting to drop now. They're going to begin dropping. So no matter whether uh, publications like the New York Times or Washington Post or any mainstream news media channel, for that matter, decides not to go there, at some point they're going to be forced to go there now because this is too big to sit on at this point. Because when you have people work, working within the government uh, that have had direct knowledge to this right direct information given to them to this right then it's over it's over and they're, when they're coming out and talking about it and, and publicly it's it's a done deal this is what we've a lot of us have been hoping for that these whistleblowers needed to start going public this is why ross coltart was so giddy a couple of weeks ago and he knows knew something was coming because this is what he knew what was coming and he had good reason to be giddy and it says here, at the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, Grush served as Senior Intelligence Capabilities Integration Officer. Well, I'm not going to get into all of this stuff. I mean, I think this article is something that everybody needs to sit down and read and educate themselves on. This is a very long article. It obviously, took a lot of time to put together. I just want to go through some of the highlights here of what it says here. It says here... Uh, in his statements cleared for publication by the Pentagon in April, Grush asserted that UFO legacy programs have long been conceived, concealed within multiple agencies nesting UAP activities in conventional secret access programs without appropriate reporting to various oversight authorities. He said he reported to Congress on the existence of a decades-long publicly unknown Cold War for recovered and exploited physical material, a competition with near peer adversaries over the years to identify UAP crashes and slash landings and retrieve the material for exploitation slash reverse engineering to garner asymmetric national defense advantages. And then he said, so he's been providing this Congress, uh, this information to Congress since the beginning of 2022, hours of recorded classified information transcribed into hundreds of pages, which includes specific data about the materials recovery program. Congress has not been provided with any physical materials related to wreckage or other non-human objects. Well, that makes sense because, as we know, the secret control group is not going to allow that stuff to leave the premises. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And it says here, Grush's investigation was centered on extensive interviews with high-level intelligence officials, some of whom are directly involved with the program. He says the operation was illegally shielded from proper congressional oversight and that he was targeted 
and harassed because of his investigation. So there you go. So now it was being it was an illegal program. The whole the whole cover up was illegal, and he's getting targeted for asking questions. He's been getting told to shut up, just like the stories you've been hearing over the years. It's all true. It's all true. Just like uh, uh, Admiral Wilson was told to shut up or you'll lose your job. He was threatened. That's why he's he's kept his lips sealed for all these years. It's all obvious. But the New York Times and Washington Post, they don't want to report this. They don't want to. Uh, uh, they're, they're with the establishment. You know, the, the top brass at those places are obviously being told by somebody, don't do this or else. And then here, continuing here, it says, Grush said that the craft recovery operations are ongoing at various levels of activity at various levels of activity, and that he knows the specific individuals, current and former, who are involved. So this guy has the names. He has the names. That's another thing he's got. Now, I can't wait till those names start getting released. Maybe maybe that uh, they should start just, the secret control group should close up shop right now and just start, you know, let, let's, let's just go get right to it now. Let's get right to it now. Uh, why, why play uh, games in court to, to, get your, uh, to get you to go public? Here's another comment. He says, individuals on these UAP programs approached me in my official capacity and disclosed their concerns regarding a multitude of wrongdoings, such as illegal contracting against the federal acquisition rec regulations and other criminality and the suppression of information across a qualified industrial base and in academia. So a lot of illegal illegality going on around here, it seems, doesn't it? Well, you know, like I said, I just want to point out too. you know, I, I know a lot of people out there aren't going to agree with me in the UFO community. I just want to get the information out. I, I don't care about the lawsuits. That stuff's just going to bog everything, everything down. The people who started this whole uh, program of secrecy are long dead anyway. So it was probably something that was grandfathered in for all the for a long time now. So the people that are doing this illegal stuff now are basically uh that's how it always was operated. And they just continued on with it, obviously. Uh, and then here it says, it goes on about associates vouching for Grush. Uh, and they said his information was highly sensitive, providing evidence that materials from objects of non-human origin are in the possession of highly secret black programs. Although locations, program names, and other specific data remain classified, uh, the Inspector General and Intelligence Committee staff were provided with these details. Several current members of the recovery program spoke to the inspector general's office and corroborated the information Grush had provided for the classified complaint. So there you go. There's corroboration for everything that he's saying here. Uh, there's other people that looked into it and they're saying, yep, yep, yep. And so I say that, I say that out there to the disbelievers out there. Yep. You're wrong. Yep. Uh, then he left government in 20 uh, on April 7th, 2023, in order, he said, to advance government accountability through a public awareness. So he'd walked away and he's decided, you know what? I'm telling the truth. It's time to pull the lid off this uh, whole shebang. So, you know, Grush is going to go down as a big name in the end, in the end, actually, when you think about it. I never heard of this guy's name before until today, until this morning when I sat there with my jaw down on the floor reading this article. So this guy's going to be a, a Somebody that's going to be remembered for what he's done. Uh, and here he continue, uh, here's Car uh, Carl Nell, uh, the retired Army colonel who worked with Rush on the UAP task force. His, he says, his assertion concerning the ex existence of a terrestrial arms race occurring sub rosa over the past 80 years focused on reverse engineering technologies of unknown origin is fundamentally correct, as is the indisputable realization that at least some of these technologies of unknown origin 
derived from non-human intelligence. There you go. Bingo. Game over. Show us the goods now. It's time to show us the stuff. It's time to stop this charade that's been going on for 75 plus years. Uh, it says here, continuing, in a 2022 performance evaluation, you got to love these performance evaluations. It says, Laura Potter, Deputy Chief of Staff for Intelligence Headquarters, Department of the Army, described Nell, who's talking about Grush, as an officer with the strongest possible moral compass. So all these people are legitimate people, and they're not uh, phonies out there uh, making things up. Grush is represented by, he has a lawyer here, uh, Charles McCullough III is his lawyer, senior partner of the Compass Rose Legal Group in Washington, and the original Inspector General of the Intelligence Community. Boy, if you're if you're somebody if you're a guy like Grush, I guess you couldn't ask for better credentials than that, right? So he was confirmed in the, by the U.S. Senate in 2011. At that time, McCullough reported directly to the then Director of National Intelligence, James Clapper, and oversaw intelligence officers responsible for audits, inspections, and investigations. And uh, in May 2022, McCullough filed a disclosure of urgent concerns, complaint of reprisal on behalf of Grush with the ICIG about detailed information that Grush had gathered beginning in 2019 while working for the UAP task force. So he doesn't like that he got uh, threatened here, huh? I don't blame him one bit. I don't I don't blame, you know, if you're getting retaliated against because you're just trying to get the truth out there about the reality that they're looking at, that they're recovering extraterrestrial spacecraft. Well, uh, I think you're the right, you're, you're the person in the right, not the wrong. It's those people keeping this a secret for all this time. They're the ones in, in the wrong. Uh, it says here, uh, uh, according to the unclassified complaint in 2021, Grush had confidentially provided classified information to the Department of Defense Inspector General concerning the withholding of UAP-related information from Congress. He believed that his identity and the fact that he had provided testimony were disclosed to individuals and or entities within the Department of Defense and the intelligence community outside the IG's office. He did not allege that this information was improperly disclosed by any member of that office. As a result, Grush suffered months of retaliation and reprisals related to these disclosures beginning in 2021. He asked that details of these reprisals be withheld to protect the integrity of the ongoing investigation. So there's uh, stuff going on with that. Uh, and a whistleblower reprisal investigation was launched and Grush began his, his communication with the staff of the Congressional Intelligence Committees in private closed-door sessions. According to Grush, Certain informations which he obtained in his investigation could not be put before congressional staffers because they did not have the necessary clearances or the appropriate investigative authority. Well, you know, the stuff that, you, that, that there's things obviously that relate to national security that can't be discussed with just anybody. Right. And that's understandable. But the fact that we that this guy is coming out on the record with this stuff, that's good enough for me. Uh, here's a direct quote from Grush. He says, when you have multiple agencies nesting UAP activities in conventional SAP, CAP programs, both as recipients of exploitation-related insights and for operational reasons without appropriate reporting to various oversight authorities, you have a problem, Grush said, re referencing the highly secret special access program programs and controlled access programs. Grush's willingness to take risks and speak out appears to be emboldening others with similar knowledge who believe in greater transparency. And that's really good to know, isn't it? Jonathan Gray, the intelligence officer specializing in UAP analysis, 
for the National Air and Space Intelligence Center is speaking publicly for the first time, identified here under the uh, under the identity he uses inside the agency. So you got people stepping forward, and that's where we are. I'm not going to read the rest of this. I think uh, everybody needs to read this for themselves and see what they think. I mean, this is a big day for uh, the UFO community. It's a bad day if you're a debunker, really bad day if you're a debunker, because you can see that you're on a ship now and it's sinking, and it's time to grab a lifeboat. Um, and uh, I, this is the biggest nose I've seen since 2017, and I'm sure everyone else feels the same uh, in the UFO community. I'm going to check out some of the comments here that people have been leaving me because I've been getting a lot. Wow, a lot of comments here. Yep. Uh, drum, drum, drum Music Incorporated says, tip of the iceberg, I hope. Futuristically minus says yes. Uh, yeah, uh, military witnesses to UAP. That's Shannon Scott. He says it is the tip of the iceberg. Uh, yeah, TikTok mainstream media says dreamscape. Uh, DJ eight zero eight Audiovitz says nice. If someone with those clearances finally comes forward, but people will find something that affects their credibility. Of course, there's going to be some blowback. I mean, of course, there's going to be some blowback against this. Why? Why wouldn't there be? I mean, there, there's. I mean, you're basically, you're you're seeing the debunker crowd and the the group, the control group that's trying to keep this secret. That's they're in their death throes right now. It's a death throes. That's what you're seeing. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Fabian Caf, uh, Calais says, "I I heard Mick West filed for unemployment. Yeah, well, he's like I said, he's going to have to find another job. Probably looking at Nessie pictures and trying to debunk those." Uh, it's time to move on. If you're a debunker, you're it's a losing cause at this point. This is the beginning, of course. This is big, the biggest news since 2017, and it might be the biggest day of all time, actually, when it really comes down. This is probably, right now, the most significant day ever with regard to uh, UFOs and the truth coming from the government. This You're living in the biggest day of all time when it comes to that uh, subject. I mean, there have been things that happened that I would consider even bigger, like the Roswell crash, for instance, or any crash for that instance, but we were never told about it when, when these things happened. We were lied, we've always been lied to about it. So, but as far as public knowledge, the public being given knowledge, actual reality knowledge about the extraterrestrial presence, this is probably the biggest day ever, ever. Well, uh, let's see what other people are saying. Uh, D DJ 808 Autovitz says Mick will definitely find something to attack. Of course he will. He is. He's right now. If you go on, on his Twitter feed right now, he's trying to find things to attack. Uh, but it's all desperation. It stinks of de it stinks to de desperation. That's what it is. When you go on his, his uh, Twitter feed, everything I see him point, point, putting out there today stinks of desperation. Same things goes for other debunkers like uh, Stephen Greenstreet. I smell desperation. You know, they're like, they're, they, now they know, they see the writing on the wall. So they're, they're, it's going to get desperate for them. They're going to throw out desperate things, right? To, to try to keep the, the, the group that's, you know, uh, the, the cult that follows them in line. You know, the cult doesn't, you have to remember, like, I just, I just went into my previous podcast. I was just talking about this, right? Uh, there's different groupings of people. There's the blissfully ignorant and the skeptics. The skeptics, you're probably going to get even more. Uh, flack from the blissfully ignorant some of those people are going to oh, finally start opening their eyes here uh, those that are exposed to this article because i'm sure that you know uh, a lot of people are going to be talking about this you know at uh, fourth of july picnics coming up so some of the blissfully ignorant might start moving up the scale uh the the knowledge scale a little bit 
but you're going to get some definitely you're going to get some blowback from the debunkers but it's all desperation time now uh what else uh grim 77 says i'm more interested in the snowball effect this will cause yes definitely there's most certainly a snowball effect that's this is starting the the, the ball right right now the rock is rolling down the hill right and it's already picked up it's already like a little bit bigger than snowballs size and by the end of the day it's going to be a big boulder so if you get in the way of that boulder you're going to get crushed and probably by next week the the boulder will be as big as the moon yeah i agree yep uh you're awesome says grush has first-hand info he saw craft bodies or hearsay no i no i don't think so it's not he i from what i'd read out of this i think that it's not it's not hearsay he's been obviously uh seen some of these things from the way he's talking that, that's what it sounds like there's some things he can't say or he won't say but uh apparently uh he knows that the, this is going on and uh uh so I, I i don't think so i don't think that this i don't think he's working off hearsay test he you won't you you don't do something like this with hearsay and again then, and again you have to look at the people that are are vouching for him too those people are, are they're they're very honest people from according to other people so uh, yeah, this is the beginning of the end. David Wurtzy says, great. Now let's add Greer into the mix. Disclosure is becoming a circus. I don't think this will end well. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I get you. Yeah, Greer, I mean, I, I, Greer, I agree with some of the things that Greer says, but then I don't like some of the other things that he does. I, I'm not a big fan of this. Uh, let's, hey, give me, give me 900 bucks and I'll let you sit out in the field with me. And maybe we'll see UFOs flying around and, you know, but it's only 900 bucks. You know, that doesn't include food or accommodations either, just so you know. To me, that seems like a money-making scheme. That's just my opinion. doesn't make me right, but that's what it seems like it is. Uh, Joel P. says, at this point, we need the ETs to just land and eradicate us all with a strange disease. People will, will still say it's fake. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. People are, even when we, when all knowledge is, is provided, right, there's going to be people who still say it's fake, just like there are people still running around right now who believe the earth is flat. So, yeah, I totally agree with that. Uh, will, and then Drum Music asks, will we see this on World News Tonight? Well, I believe it's going to be on a channel called, this guy's going to be interviewed on a channel called News Nation tonight at some time. I don't have the, the time with me right now, but this evening sometime, he will be on some news channel. And I don't know. I guess we're going to have to see how the mainstream media is going to react here. Um, you you would think that they would be going to do something with this, but you know, it remains to be seen. You know, it seems like all these channels, doesn't matter which one it is, it's all focused on, on politics constantly. That's the main focus. Politics are disasters, right? They, it seems like they, they usually save UFOs for, the, for the, the last 15 minutes of an hour-long show, right? And then there's always the smirks on the face of the people talking about it for the most part. You know, but I think this, this is the beginning. At some point, we're moving closer where the collective smirk is going to be completely, completely removed, right? The collective smirk on the, of the mainstream media is going to be completely removed at some point here very soon. That's what it looks like to me. And then they're, then they're, then they're finally going to get serious because they're going to have no choice. Uh, Let's see what else we have here. Grim 77. I have a theory about Mick West. I think he is actually a big believer. His angle is just to crap on everything and piss people off enough that they'll drop the goods to shut him up. Well, maybe that's a, that maybe he's a, a double agent. Mick West, the double agent. I've never, I never really thought about that. Maybe that's what's going on. Maybe he's been doing this to try to pry the lid off. He's really actually helping us all the whole time. We're all fooled by what we see. Maybe. 
I never thought of that one. Uh, we'll see what else do we got here. JD, he is a hybrid. Oh, maybe, maybe he'd hybrid. Hey, the aliens don't see, they seem like they don't want us to know anything about their presence here, right? I mean, sometimes it seems like they, maybe they're just screwing up when we see the flying saucers, but they, they don't want anyone to know about that alien abduction program, do they? They try their best to erase memories from people's skulls. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Time for public hearing. Uh, this is from Drum Music. Time for public hearings. Witnesses under oath. Yes, I've been. We, a lot of us have been saying that the whole time. And yes, I think this is uh, what we're what we're getting right now. Uh, Jerrica Silverstein says, "Leave Nessie alone." <laughs> Hey, Nessie might be real, but there's definitely some images out there of Nessie being, where it was fake. There's no question about it. Okay. I, I, I hope Nessie's real. I, I like the idea of Loch Ness Monster. But you know what? Let's get Mick West away from the UFO business and let him focus on Nessie or something. you know, Or, or Chupacabra. Something like that. Or ghosts. There you go. Uh, let's see. Carlos Diaz Velasquez says, and if this truly is it, should we be afraid? Well, you know what? Yes. You know, because, you know, here's a, well, let's talk about fear for a minute here. Let's talk about fear because uh, once the full, I mean, this is as close, we're a hair's inch to the end with it. With this, this is like a hair's inch to the full disclosure that we've been waiting for, right? We're, it's not quite it, but it's very, very close because until you get people, the public is presented with the actual dead alien bodies, for instance, uh, the, the the actual craft that's been recovered, for instance, until that happens, you know, we're not quite at the full disclosure we're seeking, right? But this is as close as it gets. This is as close as you're getting. You're getting somebody from the inside telling you there's a bunch of people in here illegally covering this stuff up, right? So with that in mind, uh, at some point, once we get beyond that little hair that we're at right now and we get into the, okay, here's the craft and the beings, then there's going to be a lot of people who haven't thought about this a lot. Now, a lot of us who have thought about it a lot are already thinking about the, the, the fear that uh, people will have once the truth comes out. And there will be because I can't imagine that the government has all the answers. There's no way that the government has all the answers, right? So people are going to start wondering, you know, so you mean that they they the alien abductions could be real? Then that was real the whole time. You know, people are going to start wondering that. Are, are those are they are they the ones responsible for cattle mutilations? Really? And and then the biggest question is going to be why are they here? You know, why are they here? That's going to be the biggest question that a lot of people are going to start throwing out there. Now, of course, everyone here, people that are already interested, we all speculate on why they're here. Are they colonizing the planet? Are they just studying us? Or, you know, there's all different scenarios, right? But a lot of people who haven't really been paying attention to this or haven't thought about it, they're going to be afraid because they're going to start wondering to themselves, well, what if they're trying to take over the planet? Because all of this is going to be new to them. They're going to be basically starting, you know, for, for instance, like in my mind, I've been studying this, what, since the late 80s, early 90s. That's when I really became interested in this. And I've read a lot of books since that time. I've watched a lot of documentaries. So oh, it took me a lot of time to get to where I am today. Of course, you th plus you throw the experiences on top, top of that. That's the icing. Right. So it took me a long time to get to where I am. So I'm okay with it. You know, I evolved with, with this story over a long period of time, just like a lot of people out there. But a lot of people are, there's a lot of other people out there who have never even considered this. And all of a sudden it's going to be slapped them. They're going to get slapped right across the face with this at some point here, it seems. And they're going to have to wake up to it. But unfortunately, that's just going to be how it has to, that's going to have to be how it is. Right. It's going to have to be that way. 
And I mean, it's just the truth. I mean, it's the truth. In the end, that's all there is. It's the truth. In the end, there's the truth, and that's it. And sorry that uh, we lied to you for 75 years, but yeah, guess what? It's real. Let's see what other comments are here. Uh, uh, break it. What were I? I lost it here. Uh, okay. Uh, CDM says breaking news that U.S. is in possession of cross retrieval craft of non-human origin now going mainstream. Okay, good. Yes, it is going mainstream. Uh, yeah, 8 p.m. tonight. Tons of bricks. Okay, that's when that interview is going to be on. I guess on News Nation. So that's good to know. Uh, and what else? We what's the most latest comment here from Grim seventy seven? They're just studying us. Imagine if we discovered intelligent life on a planet we have access to. We'd send all kinds of drones to watch them. That could be true, right? That could be that they are just studying us. But there are a lot of open questions here. I mean, for one thing, what could be happening here? I mean, one of the earlier, one of the earliest uh, uh, theories that came out in the nineteen fifties actually was that they were. And from within the government, from somebody in the intelligence community, came out with the theory that they could be here to colonize the planet because it's possible that from where they come from, their planet is dying. It, you know, they could have been around so long, right? These these beings could have been around so long. They they're trying to find a suitable place to relocate to, and maybe that's what's happening. That could be what it is. I mean, as frightening as that may be, that may be what's been going on all these years. I mean, it would it, it, when you look at it, right? It, that that could be the explanation behind alien abductions and the alleged hybridization program, right? Uh, maybe they're slowly trying to absorb us because their planet is dying and they want to move, but uh, they don't want to just outright kill us because they're of a higher intelligence and they think that would be wrong. So the way to do it would be to absorb us and make us them, basically. We wouldn't even know what would happen to us. Who knows? Uh, it, there's a lot of different things, a lot of different things we could be, be uh, that could be happening here, and maybe maybe that's just one of one of the species coming here. There could be. It seems to be. Seems to me that based on different reports, different people have seen different kinds of beings that look different than other kinds of beings. That you, usually we only hear about the greys and the Nordics and the greys, or excuse me, the tall greys and the reptilians and the insectoids. But there's sometimes you hear of these other creatures too. Maybe there's just some that do stop by just checking things out and then moving on their merry old way. And then maybe there's some that, here, that come here and say, you know what? This looks like a nice place to stay. Why don't we get rid of all these uh, knuckleheads and we'll take over? <laughs> we have no idea what's going on. Uh, I, I would think, though, that a higher civilization would not want to just come here and destroy us and just treat us like, uh, you know, like a bunch of uh, like an insect uh, infestation or something you would hope that they wouldn't think that way about us they, they would that they would see us as intelligent beings uh just in an early stage compared to them you would hope that that's how they're going to look at it but who knows we just don't know but that's that's what i'm saying once disclosure happens there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be thinking about these things all of a sudden people that never thought about it before and these questions are going to start crossing their minds and a lot of people in the mainstream media for instance are going to be start asking these questions Right. You're going to start they're finally they're finally going to wake up and say, you know what, why are they here? And they're going to go to the government wanting answers. And, and what's the government going to say? What kind of answers are, are they going to be able to provide? Do they even know? I don't even know how they could know, but maybe they do. Maybe maybe they know something more than we know. But I, I think as far as we, we're concerned, uh, it's just all speculation. 
Okay, let's see uh, what some of the comments says here. DJ808 Audio Vis says, My mom says the ET issue doesn't affect her life, and all she cares is that her family is happy. She kind of realizes it's real, and many people feel like that, I guess. Uh, so what are they doing as, they, as they've been here a long time? If they are altering us, it's probably the push towards AI and mind interfacing. Yeah, could be. I don't know. I don't know. I have no answers. I don't have the answer. Uh, it wouldn't be wise to assume they uh, they think they they think like us. No, I don't think they think like us either. I I mean, I mean they could have evolved in a completely different fashion than what the way we evolved. So how how do they think? I mean, I mean if say say they're in, insect based life, like some people think. I mean, if the, if the things on these some of these craft, the, the things that seem to be in control of the grays and the tall grays are in, insectoids, like they look like praying mantises, then obviously there was some planet someplace where praying mantises became intelligent and uh and and achieved achieved technologies that far surpasses anything that we have yet to achieve. So, and how would a praying mantis think, right? Is, is that the explanation for the cattle mutilations? Because they're insects and insects need blood. Is that what's going on? Uh, I don't know. Could be. Uh, let's see. Grim77 says, I think they are from places very close. We only assume there's no life within our own solar system because NASA says so. We don't know what is inside the gas giants or on the surface of rocky planets. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, are, have, are these beings traveling in ships that are somehow able to travel at incredible speeds through from from deep outside somewhere else in the Milky Way galaxy? Or are they using some sort of a wormhole technology to basically leave one, one uh, place and um, uh, instantly show up someplace else? I don't know. It sounds science fiction, uh, science fiction-y to me, but what what else is... How else could they be getting here from great distances? Or like Grimm's saying, are they right here from in the solar system? I don't know. I don't know about that. Were they always here? Maybe, maybe they've always been here. That's another thing that people say. Maybe they've been here all the time. And, and we're just some sort of experiment. <laughs> That's possible too. And then there's the other one, the really wild one, that they're time, they're, they're really us from the future and they're time traveling back checking us out. I don't buy that one though. Uh, I don't think we're going to turn into praying mantises in the future. Uh, so I don't, I don't buy that one. Uh, let's see what else. I think I missed a few comments here. Yeah. Uh, I think again, I think today we have seen, uh, this was a major step forward. Well, we are as close as you could possibly get right now to, uh, acknowledgement by the government the powers that be the control group or as close as we could possibly get we've never been this close before to have somebody like this stepping forward among others right this, this is the only one uh grush is not the only one but grush's name david grush is going to be a name that people in the future are going to always remember it's going to be somebody it's going to be in the history books his name is going to go down in the history books because we are living at in a uh, an amazing period of time right now uh, this something like this is something you could never even have dreamed of back in the 70s or 80s happening. It just didn't it seemed like an impossibility. But we are moving forward. And that's I mean, really you look back at the 2017, there was obviously a push by people like the Lou Elizondo's and the Christopher Mellons, right, to get this stuff out there. They believe that, hey, from what they've been hearing, there's something going on and it's been covered up for a long time. Anybody who's done the research, you, you talk about researchers out there who have been talking about this for a long time. Richard Dolan's of the world. Right. 
the uh, Donald Schmitz and Thomas Carey who put together those Roswell books, who've researched this and know more than anybody else about these things. They've been waiting for waiting for us to get to this point. Now, I'd like to see what Richard Dolan says about today. I'm sure that he's looking at this as a very significant moment in time for the UFO community, because it really, really is. And everybody needs to check out that article that's in the debrief, because you're basically reading a part of history. You could actually say 10 years from now, yeah, I remember the day that article came out. I read the whole thing. Yeah. So, um, Yes, I just received a message from somebody saying that the bunkers got crushed today. Yes, they did. They they were crushed. They're crushed. It's a crushing day for the debunker effort. Uh, that's all coming to an end. A lot of us already knew that they were fools and that they were pushing a, a narrative that was phony and false. Um, so, yeah, that's all coming to an end. It's the beginning of the end. If the smart thing to do, if you're a debunker, it's, it's time to jump ship and, and start looking at this in a different light. Uh, the one thing I do worry about, like the mainstream uh, media, like who are they going to bring on if they do bring anybody on tonight to talk about this? Are they going to bring on someone like Neil deGrasse Tyson just to get his response? Because he's, again, that's somebody that even though he knows a lot about the studies uh, astronomy and knows a lot about that, right? He doesn't know anything about this, but they continue to bring on people like that, like they're experts. He's not an expert when it comes to a story like this. They should be bringing on the uh, Blumenthal and Keene the writers of the article, if they're going to bring on anybody or expert, real experts out there, people have studied this over the years and have studied the cover up, like people like Richard Dolan. Those are the people that these mainstream media outlets should be contacting and having them on their show instead of these jokers who don't know what they're talking about. Uh, DJ 808 Autoviz says, yep, progress is being made. Um Okay, now tons of bricks is asking if I'm going to broadcast that News Nation thing. No, I am not, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Uh, I can't do that because that's going to be that, that would be copyright infringement. I can't do now with NASA and things like that. Anything, anything that the government brings forward, uh, I mean, I was able to live stream that last week because that was that's public domain stuff. I mean, when NASA or any kind of Senate or whatever has the Senate has a hearing, I could do that, but I can't live stream. I'm not going to live stream interviews. That would be infringing on copyright, but I could talk about it when it's over. And I'm sure I will be doing that <laughs> for sure. Um, uh, let's see. Grim 77 says, I read somewhere that this story is only dropping so we can get ahead of another country that was going to drop the same news. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that I'm fear You know, this is all a, a big surprise to a lot of us. I mean, we knew something might be happening soon because a lot of people were telling us so. Uh, uh, you know, this, is this the full disclosure that we're really, really waiting for? Not quite. We're as close as we can get to it. We're as close as we can get to it. Again, this is the snowball like we were talking about before. I think it's a done deal now. It has to come out. We got to get to the truth now. Too many people are going to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, that's enough now. That's enough. That's enough. Okay, give it to us. Give it to us. Okay, let's see what else we say. Uh, some other comments here I've been receiving. David Worski says, if their species have survived for millions of years, they know a thing or two without civil about civilizations and how they thrive or fall. That would be productive to know. Yes, it would be very productive to know. Uh, Sean Cash says, I understand that Dr. Tyson, in addition to daylighting as a public spokesman for NASA, is also a member of various advanced working groups that deliver policy decisions to our covert programs well that's also another possibility i think i touched on this one time sean uh, in a previous podcast where i pointed out that it, is it possible that 
someone like Neil deGrasse Tyson is actually uh, a modern day Dr. Donald Menzel. I mean, Don, Donald Menzel, like a lot of people didn't know that he really was had top uh, top secret security clearances during his life. It wasn't until after he died. It wasn't until after his name appeared in the release of the MJ-12 documents that people start questioning it. People like Stanton Friedman, who went back and did some research and found all this stuff out about Menzel that made it seem like this guy, although he was the biggest debunker from the in the 50s and 60s, was actually someone who would have been made a, a, a would have been alerted he he knew about this stuff apparently he he if he was part of the majestic 12 uh board then he would have been been given all this information was he just uh was he just playing games and and just doing this as knowing that the knowing the full truth but at the same time uh pretending that it's all phony in public is is that who neil degrasse degrasse tyson is could be i don't know uh and he says here well said i would agree that advanced working groups are the modern incarnation of mj12 it's very possible that there are some people who like the grass tyson who do go go out publicly and say state that there's nothing to this we don't have enough data blah 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 but privately is part of some other group that is looking at this because I, I i as we all know neil degrasse tyson is a very intelligent person I mean, he's come out with some incredible books. He's a very entertaining personality. I mean, it's great to sit there listening to him talking about the universe, and it's just fantastic. He's highly intelligent, and it, it makes no sense to me how somebody with that level of intelligence could not accept the. Has it seems like he's never read a book about this? Doesn't know anything. Uh, so yes, I mean, who knows? Uh, maybe he is. Maybe he's part of the whole cover up and he's been just working behind the scenes and could be could be okay looks like we're closing closing it out here we've got enough comments i think this is well, i'm sure i'll be talking about this a lot more during other upcoming podcasts i do appreciate everybody uh, who's chimed in today and who joined me to talk about this i really really greatly appreciate it so uh yeah i guess all i could say about this this is probably the biggest day i've seen ever uh, with regard to the uh, this get, marching toward disclosure, getting closer as close to disclosure as we possibly could get. This is it. This is the biggest day ever. 2017, late 2017, when that New York Times article came out, that was a major step. But this is even a bigger step. This is a bigger step. And this is probably the biggest day as far as uh, the UFO cover-up and disclosure ever, ever. Nothing compares. Nothing compares to today with relation to this article that came out. So I, I highly recommend everybody to go check out that article if you haven't already checked it out. And thank you to people like Leslie Keene and Ralph Blumenthal for taking all the time and effort to investigate this, to get do the interviews with different people and lay it all out there. And shame, shame, shame on the New York Times and Washington Post for bypassing this. Uh, I guess, you know, uh, the pressure was too much for you guys. I guess the pe pressure from the Pentagon to keep this covered up was too much for you guys. That's a shame. Shame on you. Anyway, uh, thank you, everyone, for joining me. Until next time.